welcome to the Discipline of Freedom podcast with your host, Eilish Bouchier. We help you integrate the magical and practical, the seen and unseen, and normalize the practice of imagination in action to align your intentions with your actions, to become the creative leader of your work and life by your design. Experiencing real freedom through tangible results by co-creating the experiences, relationships, and manifestations that most align with who you are on your path to self-realization and liberation. The discipline of freedom creates your spiral of success at the intersection of creativity and commerce, consciousness and communication, through the lens of astrology, yogic, alchemy, and brand strategy. Part of our Discipline of Freedom process entails expanding beyond your limiting beliefs, which operate in your subconscious. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast, the conversations, solo shows, creatives, and spiritual teachers, and those with spiral of success stories, You're beginning the process of accessing your imagination in order to see and feel that anything you can imagine is possible. By listening, the process begins. So today we're going to talk about the fourth sign of the 12 signs of the zodiac. And this, of course, is cancer. And cancer is all about feeling at home. Cancer feels all the feels. It's the emotional and intuitive sign of a home body of the zodiac. It's how we create belonging and security. Cancers love to create cozy, safe spaces that serve as their personal sanctuaries and then spend lots of time on them. Cancers, curiously, are the most financially responsible signs of the zodiac. Nothing like making sure your money's in order to make you feel secure, eh? So, cancer is ruled by the moon. The moon rules our emotional body. If your moon is not satisfied, no matter how successful your life looks, it won't be fulfilling. It will always feel as though there's a hole, as though something is missing. The moon rules over your emotions, but also over the fourth house, which represents home, family, lineage, foundations. So you'll want to know where cancer is in your chart to see where you feel most at home, and then look to see which house and sign your moon is into. For me, it's my fifth house of play, creativity, and pleasure. Does it make more sense now that I want you to own your story and feel that beautiful sense of belonging to yourself? So you trust yourself. Hence, you're liberated to create the future of your dreams and empowered by your history instead of it weighing you down. And of course, I want to inspire and entice you into your power in a playful way. Coercion is not my way. So to set the scene, we know that Cancer, that its ruling planet is the moon. And this is the second of the luminaries. The other is the sun. The moon pulls the tides. So it's not a stretch to propose it could exert a bit of a tug on us too. And you know that in the full moon is the busiest night of the month for police So the mantra is, I feel, think of that 
beautiful song by um, Nina Simone. Call me, yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. So the energy in the polarity is it's yin and it's feminine. Its element is water, emotions flow, tears flow, and remember emotions are energy and motion. It's a cardinal sign, this is the quality, which means it starts things, it's initiating energy. You know, people think of water as being um, really emotional and fluid. But anybody who's been hit against a wall of water knows how strong and forceful it can be. Think of a waterfall. I think of breaking my wrist that the water just picked me up and tossed me. It's the first sign after a change in season. So being a cardinal sign, it's taking what the previous season, which is Aries, Taurus and Gemini have created and delivered and making something new with that. In the Northern Hemisphere, we're heading into high summer everything's growing, getting ready for harvest. And in the south, you're heading into deep hibernation. But as Rumi says, it may look quiet, but those roots are riotous down there. The part of your body, I bet you knew that it ruled the chest, the womb, the stomach, which is, of course, your seat of intuition, and the breasts, which means that a positive attitude to your body, reproduction and parenting, and this means parenting your own inner child, your own children, and of course, the children of the universe. Metal is, of course, silver, gemstone, moonstone, rubies, and pearls. And I love, love the Caroline Casey story. She's an astrologer who told, this, who told this story about the oysters been taken from Maine, which is on the coast, the east coast of the US, to Minnesota, which is in like deep snow country. And the oysters even though they'd been contained in this dark container the entire time, they still followed what scientists are calling their internal lunar cycle. So scientists knows that it's linked to the movement of plankton, how they produce, and plankton being their food, but they don't know the full story yet. Science is wonderful, and reality is that there's far more mystery than science will ever prove. So the color of whites and blues, scent, um, roses, lilies and jasmine, it's nurturing and romantic and when they're moody and feeling a tad insecure and maybe slightly fragile, um, a little chamomile and yarrow will maybe help. The flowers are of course white roses, elegant, understated, always adored and white roses just like pearls symbolize purity and innocence. And just like there's a cancer-sensitive nature, my favorites are those David Austin roses. So here we go. Let's get into it, beautiful souls, and welcome. So we're diving into the archetype. So grab that cozy blanket and get ready for a heartfelt story of belonging and security. The loving and caring archetype of the zodiac, the compassionate water sign, knows how to create a sense of belonging and security in every aspect of life. But just like the ebb and flow of the tides, Cancer's journey can lead them to both skillful and stormy waters of unskillful expressions. So when skillfully expressed, 
Cancer is the embodiment of emotional intelligence, intuition, and deep empathy. They create safe and nurturing spaces, making others feel at home wherever they go. When people feel at home, they unwind, they unfold and relax. It's more than skillful to create this energy of trust and love in your business and in your life. However, when unskillful, cancer can become overly protective, prone to mood swings and overly dependent on others. And they can look to others for their sense of self. It's always a danger zone. So aligned transformation and growth in work and life can only happen when we feel secure, when we've built this um, well of self-trust. Like on my own archetypal journey, I've often felt like that I'm too out there, like I'm too much. There's other times when I felt like that I'm not enough for my family, friends, and even clients. You could say it's my... Aries pioneering sun and my Pisces rising that leads through integrating the mystical with the mundane. And there's nothing mundane about me, however practical I can be. In my family, I've always been somewhat of the black sheep because I had to do it my way. And with someone who's traveled and worked in so many countries, I was constantly finding my way in, my way of fitting in. And that's the way of belonging. I've also traversed worlds but never quite belonging in any. So in my creative circles, they often see me as too free-spirited. Isn't that a joke that the creatives see me that way? Um, And in corporate, while they wanted and paid me well for my innovative and creative mind, many saw me as like just a little bit too ahead of the curve. I often feel like I'm speaking a foreign language because my work integrates the magical and practical as a business and brand astrologer and pioneering how we communicate business and brand with real embodied leadership. But here's the archetypal journey. It will always move us from victim to victorious if we answer the call, if we go on the quest. So not belonging was the story I told myself and the stories we tell ourselves influence the stories we tell others, right? So the bottom line is the more I did work, (laughs) the more I trusted and accepted the imperfectly perfect being that I am, the more I could see that my family and friends and clients just loved me and loved my way of seeing and doing in business and branding and getting results that were real for my clients. You see, here's the rub. Belonging and trust starts within. It's an inside out job. We have to love, belong and trust to ourselves before we can really open up to love and trust others. Because what we distrust in ourselves, we will naturally distrust in others. So where we don't belong to ourselves, we can't find belonging with another. And I'm a Scorpio moon, we want unconditional love. So when we're cool with us, we are so much more cool with others' choices and decisions because we no longer take what they're doing personally it's not about us anymore and that's very much a cancer thing otherwise we're darting for cover like those crabs now in our businesses it's our job to create safe spaces for our clients to feel like they belong because that's when the deal gets done and it's when the transformations are possible no one gets naked until they feel safe so belonging in every area is created from knowing that we have shared values shared experiences And we value the results that we both need. 
this is as true in life as in experience. This is true with family, with friendship, and in business. So we create space for what matters for ourselves and others as the foundation for aligned transformation and for growth to happen. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. So leaders, when they're doing the job right, they don't take up space, they create it and they hold it for others to do the work that's necessary to fulfill their mission. We all need the cancer archetype in our businesses to create space as a sacred container and hold its boundaries as we do what's necessary on that transformational journey. So as cancers develop on their archetypal journey, they dive deeper into the principles of the yamas and the niyamas in life, love and work. We covered these principles of working with these disciplines and devotions in the first two episodes of this podcast. So cancers embody the yama of ahimsa, which is nonviolence, through their compassion and their ability to create harmony in relationships in their skillful expression. They help others feel safe. So if you've got strong cancer in your chart, this may be a skill you need to cultivate on your archetypal journey. In their nurturing nature, they cultivate the niyama of sausha, which is purity, as they create safe, clean and secure environments for themselves and others. So now let's explore the natural skills, gifts and experiences a cancer brand possesses. A cancer brand is nurturing, it's caring, with a well-developed intuition and a high EQ. They excel in industries that focus on providing well-being, a sense of family and personal growth, from health and wellness to hospitality to childcare. Cancers create spaces and products that make people feel nurtured and cherished and protected. So let's meet the archetypal characters of the cancer brand. The obvious one is the nurturer. The brand showers its customers with love and care, making them feel like part of a family. They excel in industries like spas and wellness centers. Yoga centers would definitely fit in here. Our homeware brands that create cozy and comforting products. A prime example of the nurturer archetype is Dove, a brand that promotes self-love and body positivity. The caregiver... So this brand is taking care of its clients' needs, providing solutions and support every step of the way. Healthcare brands such as Johnson & Johnson that focus on the well-being and safety of their customers is a great example. Next up is the space holder. So this brand is fiercely devoted to its customers' safety and security. They excel in industries like home security or insurance, providing a sense of protection and stability. And also in consultancy, any of the healing arts and any transformational brands. So if we go into home security, a classic example is ADT, um, which emphasizes the peace of mind that comes with feeling protected. Smaller companies like Mind Body Green would also um, come under this umbrella. And <laughs> all governments, banks, schools and hospitals should also come under this archetype. I'll let you decide how true that feels for you in our present environment. So now let's talk about the emotions, the colors, the sounds, the smells and tastes associated with a cancer brand. So you can use these when you're developing your cancer brand or the cancer aspect of your brand, if that's one of the points for you. And we'll talk about the points of reference later. 
So emotionally, cancer evokes feelings of warmth, comfort and love. They create an atmosphere of belonging and safety where people feel seen and understood. They feel listened to and heard. One of those things that are so important these days. Always was, always will be. Now, in terms of colours, cancer is associated with soothing shades of blue and soft pastels, reflecting their calming and nurturing nature. Nothing jarring going on here. As for sounds, the gentle lapping of waves or a soft lullaby perfectly captures the essence of cancer's caring and peaceful vibe. I've included my cancer playlist in the show notes. There'll be plenty of moon music in there. Home is filled with the smell of fresh coffee, home cooking, children and family around with all the sounds and the activity that comes with that. This invokes feelings of comfort and security, which resonate deeply with cancer's nurturing energy. In the marketplace, cancer archetypes are perceived as loving, caring and dependable. They show up, they're reliable, they're consistent and they're constant. They attract clients who value emotional connection and seek a sense of belonging. Ideal clients for a cancer brand are individuals looking for a safe and, and supportive space, seeking solutions to their emotional needs and a yearning for a sense of security in their lives. So if you want to provide these qualities, you need to speak to those who value the structure and peace of mind that this sort of environment or this kind of a brand affords. Capricorns who sit on the relational axis to cancer are the builder archetype. And these value the qualities of comfort and security while they focus on building and sustaining their empire, which is the driver of Capricorns. So now let's explore the tarot cards associated with cancer. The chariot card embodies cancer's protective and nurturing qualities, representing the emotional strength and determination they bring to their archetypal journey. As for a mythical archetype, Demeter, the goddess of agriculture and fertility in Greek mythology, embodies the essence of cancer. Demeter's love for her daughter Persephone and her nurturing role as the Earth Mother exemplify Cancer's caring and protective nature. In the Greek myths, Demeter's love for Persephone, who was kidnapped by Hades, gave us the seasons. She traded with Hades to get her daughter back for part of the year, and hence we have the seasons. So to immerse yourself in the Cancer essence, surround yourself with cosy environments like a snug living room or a warm kitchen filled with the smell of home-cooked meals. Like think of those jewel colors like rubies, um, those deep purples, beautiful deep blues, deep greens. Velvet definitely must be a cancer fabric. Um, so before we finish, let's put this all into context on how you can use astrology in your work and life. So remember that no matter what sun, moon and rising sign you are, you are all 12s. You have aspects of all the 12 going on and you have stuff going on in all of the 12 houses of the zodiac. And depending on your chart placements, you have more potency and less look at me parts of your chart. Remember your natal chart, it's a blueprint, it's a pathway. 
And you have the free will to choose how you're going to live out your destiny with your daily choices of thoughts, words, and actions. Shall we mention compound interest here? So, signs or personalities that express themselves differently in each house, also known as the area of your life, like the houses are areas of your life. The planets are characters, and they express themselves differently depending on where they are too. And like siblings, some of those planets get on like a house on fire, and others throw water on each other's ideas, while others are overtly fighting with each other, and some are covertly undermining. Sounds like a perfect family, doesn't it? But for the purpose of our work here, your sun sign is your essence, it's your archetypal journey to shine your brightest, your greatest potential in this lifetime. Your rising sign is your unique point of view on the world and it's how you lead and how others see you leading in your business and life. Your moon is your emotional body to be employed for resonance and connection, but in the French meaning of the word, core, so wholeheartedly. Your MC, which is the zenith of your chart, usually in the 10th house, is the midheaven. It's like the midday sun of your chart, so how the public sees you. At the other opposite end, which is hidden, is the IC, which is your most private self. And we all have one of those. So the MC is how you show up professionally, what you want to be known for. If it's in Capricorn, you're a business empire builder. If it's in Cancer, you might well be a supermom. Your ideal clients can be found on your descendant and don't think they're often the one sign. However, they will embody the qualities from the sign of your descendant. And your moon sign is how you create emotional connection. Now, I'm an Aries pioneering archetypal energy with a Pisces dreamer archetypal rising. So Aries is my sun, Pisces is my rising. So the more I lead from my mystical and imaginative gifts, the more my clients who feel they're missing that integration between the magical and the practical resonate with my work. My MC is how I show up and shine publicly. It's my 10th house and it's in Sagittarius, which is the explorer archetype. So I help people fall in love with their visions beyond what they can imagine for themselves. That's where Pisces rising comes in and guiding them to create a pathway. So can you see how my rising sign and the MC are connected here? Yours will be too. The thing that I find most often in my work is that people are afraid to dream or they've become so busy doing what they think they should be doing, usually creating what their partners, their parents or their peers think should be their dreams, that they've lost all connection with their own dreams. My ideal client sit on my descendant, which is Virgo. It's the sage healer archetype. Virgos are data gathering. They love analysis, their strategy, and they're superb at resource allocation. And no shade, we all need this in this algorithm-driven world. And also, this doesn't mean that all my clients are Virgos, but they embody these Virgoan qualities. And what they see in me is this free-spirited, creative, spiritual being 
And they want to integrate some of that into what they're doing. Because let's be honest, we all know what happened to Jack of all work and no play with those perfectionist Virgoan qualities. So do you remember the movie Over the Fence? It's a kids animated movie, which I used to watch regularly with my nephews. And Hammy the Hamster in Over the Fence is, in my mind, the perfect illustration of Virgo. There's no time for rest. You know, he's no sooner woken up from hibernation and he's, come on, we're organizing for, for the next one. And so also remember that my moon, by the way, is in Scorpio. So my clients know that I can hold them in that dark, shadowy, unknown space, that mysterious place where creativity is born, where they're accessing their imagination, where they're allowing themselves to dream bigger than they've ever been told they can dream. So all right, beautiful souls, that concludes our journey into the loving world of the Cancer Archetype. Embrace your nurturing nature, create safe spaces for yourself and others, and remember that love is the foundation of all belonging. Until next time, let your heart guide you on the path to your liberation and compassion. Thank you for tuning into the Discipline of Freedom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review and connect on social media to continue the cosmic conversation. Until we meet again, embrace your cancer magic and generously spread love and belonging wherever you go in your life and work. There are two ways to work with me. You can book an Astro Blueprint session to discover how your chart reveals your strengths and gifts and to explore my one-to-one coaching. Get insight into what makes you truly unique and how to work with that to design your work, love and life your way. I join my moon deck to step into your cosmic flow, working with the cycles of the moon You can find out more on my website, eilishbouchier.com and on Instagram at eilishbouchier. Thank you for listening. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you to Aode for the beautiful music titled Yesterday's Freedom. You can find Aode on Spotify and on iTunes.